0: This episode of Reply All is brought to you by American Express My Credit Guide. American Express My Credit Guide provides a free credit score and report, plus more tools to help you take charge of your credit. You can enroll in just a few minutes and get access to a free credit score updated weekly when you log in. And you don't have to be an American Express card member to enroll. Go to americanexpress.com slash free credit score to enroll today. American Express My Credit Guide provides the Vantage Score 3.0 by TransUnion. This episode of Reply All is brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Liberty Mutual exists to help customers embrace today and confidently pursue tomorrow. And that goes for their employees, too. So they're combining a startup mindset with the power of a Fortune 100 to create a work culture that inspires proactive solutions and innovative thinking. Visit lmi.co slash to learn more about Liberty Mutual's opportunities, benefits, and more. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Pursue your tomorrow today.
1: Hey, everybody. We are back. It's 2018. New year. New reply all. A little bit of programming information up top. Yeah. Some housekeeping. So a question that we get a lot from listeners, uh, the answer is always different, is when is the next episode of the show coming out? My colleague Alex Goldman has built a tool to tell people. Alex, what is it? Uh, It is a website. And I know that I often
0: build websites and then abandon them. I promise that I will continue to update this one. It's called replyall.fyi. You go to this website. It answers one question for you.
1: The question is, is there a new reply all this week? And this tool will probably come in handy basically this spring. Um, Short version of a long story. There's a bunch of very good changes happening in the lives of people who work on the show. Babies are being born. Um, Which means we'll be a little bit short staffed, which means we will be publishing slightly less, like probably a couple times a month for a bit. All right. Enjoy the show. From Gimlet, this is Reply All. I'm PJ Vote. And I'm Alex Gold.
0: Welcome once again to Yes, Yes, No, the segment on our show where our boss, Alex Bloomberg, comes to us with inscrutable nuggets from the internet and we try to explain them to him.
1: Yes. What have you got?
2: Uh, okay, here's what I got. Uh, so I knew we were doing this and so I sent out a call out to like sort of collect inscrutable tweets. Yeah. And a lot more confusing stuff came back than 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 normal. Like it seems to be a very particularly confusing time on the internet right now. <laughs> okay, if, if, if my little sort of occasional explorations are any indication. And there was a bunch of different tweets that were sort of like clustered around this confusing meme. And then there was a bunch of tweets that all seemed to focus on this confusing meme. So I started to notice like these sort of patterns. And then I got to this, this tweet, which seemed to touch on every single meme that was, that was out there, that's confusing on the internet right now. So I think if we can decipher this... We understand the internet in its
0: entirety. Yeah. I think right. this might take us there.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. So what's the tweet?
2: It's it's from a, a Twitter user named mister Ramgond9, but his the name on his Twitter account is Jesus Uganda Knuckles.
3: Okay.
2: Uganda <laughs> Knuckles sounds bad. Yeah. And then there's a picture, and the picture has a caption: "The Four Horsemen of Apocalypse." And then there's a, there's a four-square grid below. And in the top left square is a tide pod mm-hmm. with the word underneath it that says famine. <laughs> and then the picture to the right of it is a picture of some sort of cartoon bird with a headband. <laughs> the bird is red. That says war. And then in the lower left quadrant, this is a photograph of a, a white guy with a funny hat on his head and some sort of shawl holding his hands to his mouth in a sort of a pensive look. Um, and the caption, death. And then in the lower right quadrant, there's a picture of like sort of a cartoon wolf looking at an empty bowl and a, and a sort of a Mickey Mousey kind of character also with an empty bowl. And then the, the caption there is pestilence. So four quadrants, famine, war, death, pestilence. I have never been happier than listening to you describe this tweet. <laughs> it's so funny. Nothing. Nothing makes sense. And also up, up at the top, there's this text. I, I guess it's sort of like a Creole patois sort of dialect. Brothers, we will fight wars for the queen and find the way. And way is spelled W-A-E and queen is spelled
1: Q-W-E-E-N. Okay. I think this is the most complicated tweet that you've brought into it. Yes, yes, no. um, and I think you're right. Like, I think if you can understand this tweet, it is like a codex for everything that's happened on the internet in 2018 so far, like all two weeks. Um, I also think that probably the reason that's called the four horsemen of the apocalypse is that I think the person who made this tweet feels like once you understand and combine these four memes, you will sort of feel like we're approaching the end of the world. Um, so that's where we want to get you, but this is like dense. There's a lot here. I'm,
2: yes, I'm prepared to settle in. Let's do the ritual. Okay. PJ
1: vote. Do you understand this tweet? I understand a lot of this tweet. I don't understand all this tweet. I know about the, the white man with the green hat and I know about the red bird.
0: Uh, I know about the tide pods and the bears and the white guy in the green hat. Okay, oh, so okay. I think we might be at about a hundred percent. But we have one yes, <laughs> Alex Bloomberg, do you understand this? Tweet? No, no, I
2: understand no quadrant.
1: Okay, so how do you want to start? So, like, so the first harbinger of the end of the world, like the sign that culture is over and like the apocalypse is nigh, is this first image, um, famine. All right. So okay. high um,
0: So. You're familiar with Tide Pods, right? Like, the the very concept of them, the very nature of them. Like the the laundry detergent? Yeah. Yes. Tide Pods came out five years or so ago. They were very popular. And one of the side effects of the existence of Tide Pods
2: is that kids think they look like candy. Right, they do look like candy. And want to eat them. You can't not look at a Tide Pod and and think the first thing that goes to your head is like... um, Gooey candy. It was like uh, a new kind okay. of Starburst. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, the Onion wrote an op-ed in the in like 2015 that was from the perspective of a three-year-old wanting to eat Tide
2: pods, uh, <laughs>
0: and they wrote one earlier this year that was Tide debuts new sour
2: apple detergent. Pods. <laughs> 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 um, but wait, what is the? Can you do the? Can you do the three-year-old wanting to eat the Tide pod? Just, just want to uh,
0: Let me see if I can find it. Uh. <laughs> it's called, uh, so help me God, I'm going to eat one of those multicolored detergent pods. <laughs> the first graph is, anybody who knows me will tell you the same thing. I get what I want. Whether it's food, being held, my binky, you name it. If I decide I'd like it, you damn well better believe I don't rest until I get it. And from the very second I saw those blue-red detergent pods come out of the shopping bag last week, I immediately knew that come hell or high water, I would eat one of those things. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, you guys, and the very fact that you have looked at those Tide Pods and thought to yourself, I want to eat those, you've touched on, like, a bizarre cultural happening that is happening right now. Suddenly, the nascent desire by adults to eat Tide Pods... Not three-year-olds. Yeah. Has, like, come to the fore, and everybody is essentially declaring their desire to eat them. In what form? Like, what do you mean? Well, Okay, so here's a tweet by a person named Megan uh, at Littlest Wayne. It says, "Me eating Tide laundry detergent pods," and then it's a gif of Oprah looking like she's eating something that she's delighted about eating. Okay, it has eight thousand retweets, twenty five thousand likes. So it went from this thing that was like purely conceptual and everybody joking about it to like a weird, disgusting, semi-reality.
1: <laughs> what do you mean?
0: People started posting photographs of them preparing tide pods on food. Okay. Here's a picture of someone who has made a <laughs> baked a pizza in the oven with a bunch of tide pods on it. <laughs> the finished pizza is covered in like laundry detergent slime. It's so disgusting, too, cuz when they cook, they turn to like green white like they look like escargot. Oh my God. And the picture and the the caption to this tweet is Tide Pods are the best thing ever to go on pizza, and there's a smiley face that's drooling. It's so revolting.
1: So I think one thing that I'm now understanding is Tide Pods seem like the joke that everybody agrees on. Like, it's not a joke that's being used as a weapon by one group. And no, it's another no, group. it's actually pretty innocuous.
2: It's like the, okay, it's like okay. the entire internet realized, like, oh, you want to do that, too? I thought that was just me.
0: Right. But then, it, it, it as is always the case, it gets kind of, like... The tail end of it gets weird and unpleasant. Okay, so what's that? So YouTubers who specialize in the most sort of cynical kind of entertainment were like, oh, we'll get a lot of hits if we actually eat these. Wait, Um, can
1: you play that video?
0: Yes. Hold on just a second. Let Let me bring it up. Okay, here we go. So it is a guy with blue hair. Sitting in front of a rainbow this background. This a going
1: around where people are eating Tide Pods. And I've actually never had a Tide Pod before, but
3: they are so satisfying. They're squishy. They just feel good. He
0: seems really delighted. He is, is super people, into this.
3: like, how to eat a Tide Pod,
0: and nothing really came up. Alright, here we go. It's awful. It's awful to watch. Okay, so uh, eating Tide Pods has become a huge thing on YouTube and it was always a joke. They really just would let them burst in their mouths and then they'd be disgusted and spit them out. But, um, you know, teenagers also started doing it just as a goof because they saw people doing it on YouTube. And that led to some sort of hysterical media reporting around the country of teenagers are Giving each other the Tide Pod challenge.
1: So it went from a joke about a bad idea you could do to people joking about actually doing it to YouTubers actually like really kind of taking a bite out of a Tide Pod to teenagers also in on the joke, but like fully eating Tide Pods because they think that's a funny thing to do. Exactly. And also some of them are ending up in the hospital because believe it or
2: not,
0: laundry detergent is poison. So that is Tide Pods.
2: Moving on to the next co- quadrant. I think I'm yeah. fair. I, okay. We are we did it. We're one fourth of the way through, people. Uh, okay. So in the next square, the red bird with the caption, war. What does this one mean?
1: Okay. So you know that I've been like dabbling in virtual reality? <laughs> no.
2: <laughs>
1: what a funny way to
0: start this. Uh, you, also, you make it sound like... You're dabbling
1: in drugs or It something. feels like a drug. Like, basically, I got a haircut from this guy who was really into virtual reality. Okay. And he talked me into getting, like, a VR rig.
2: Oh, so you have, like, the full-on headset and everything.
1: I go home. I leave this world that we live in together. I put on a headset. I put on, I like, I enter full, like, sensory deprivation. There are, like, cameras that are monitoring. Like, and I, and I go to a virtual world. Is it fun? It basically feels like early internet. Like... You go to these virtual spaces and you dress up as a character and you talk to people. Oh, so it's like Second Life. Kind of. It's like Second Life, but it feels like you're there. Right. And so there's this new program called VR chat, um, where people have been hanging out. And there's been a lot of people who have been dressing up as this character. You know you know the video game Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah. So one of the characters in that video game, his name is Knuckles. He's the one you thought was a red bird. He's actually something called an echidna. Okay. But Knuckles is supposed to look like this. He's like a cool, tough echidna with big sneakers. But then what happened was at some point, somebody just drew like a 3D Knuckles that was really fat because they thought it was funny. Okay. So, so far I'm not hearing any war. There's no war yet. Somebody else took this like fat Knuckles character and then they mapped it in VR. So you could go into VR chat as this fat Knuckles. Okay. For some reason... This took a jump where what is happening is that people log on to VR chat and then like 30 cartoon fat knuckles will mob somebody and just start like yelling at them. And it's called Ugandan knuckles because they're saying things that are like a racist white American teenagers version of what like a Ugandan person would say. So, like, I can show you a video of this happening. (laughs) See all these people are like there's like a guy dressed in an alien, and there's like a guy, actually, now it's been so overrun. It's just these knuckles attacking the guy. And that's a person who I think is just trying to get away from the knuckles that are attacking her.
3: Queen, mother, the queen. The queen
0: oh,
1: boy. <laughs> How do they make
3: that sound? What is that sound? They're
1: making, like, a clicking sound that's super racist. It's every, it's every like, stupid, like, suburban white teenager's version of, like, what they think an African language sounds like, basically. Uh-huh. But, like, a couple weeks ago, I actually kind of got in a rabbit hole with this stuff because I basically just, like, got curious about, like, why are these kids saying the things they're saying? Like, Ugandan actually felt weirdly specific. And, like, a lot of the quotes that they use, like, take me to your queen, like, it's always the same thing. And I was just wondering, like was there an origin or a reason for this? Yes. And the reason is so, so weird. Okay, so, like, the origin of this meme actually starts in Uganda. Okay. There's this director named Isaac Nabwana. Mm-hmm. And a few years ago, he was like, I want to make action movies. Like, I want to make American-style action movies. But he's, like, very poor. He's in the slum in Uganda. He has no money. And he starts making these, like, $200 budget action movies where just, like, Everything is hacked together. So two two hundred dollar two hundred dollars. So for all the, the actors, whole movie, yes, like right. non professional actors. I think they're shooting on videotape. All the special effects are like cobbled together on like two computers that he has hooked together. Got it. So his first movie is called Who Killed Captain Alex? Um, tagline: Expect the unexpected. It is delightful. So let me show you the trailer, actually. Okay. Who Killed Captain Alex? Trailer. Okay. So this is how you make like a violent movie with no money.
0: Raman Film Productions presents the best of the
1: best movies.
3: <laughs>
1: very overacted acting. Very fake blood. A very fake 3D helicopter. Going to a very fake 3D building.
2: I'm. I. I. My mouth can't move. I, you know,
0: if you've ever seen like King Kong, the like, original King Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like someone was like, I've learned everything I know about special effects from that, but I'm just gonna do it with a computer. This from time. the 1930s. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> right. like
1: super crude, super stop motion, and the dude who's making these movies, like, he knows. He is enjoying it. Like, he knows that it's kind of funny and really fun. And on, like, no money, they'll, like, make guns out of, like, scrap metal. And Uh the way they do their blood is they fill condoms with... It was cow blood, and then they would pop the condom, but then people are getting sick from cow blood, so now they use, like, food dye.
2: Like, he's building his own props department, almost.
1: Yeah. So people call him, like, the Tarantino of Uganda. He's making these movies. And then what happened a few years ago is there's this American dude named Alan who, like, did, like, film festivals or whatever, but was, like, on the fringes of stuff. He bought an engagement ring to propose to his girlfriend. He went to go meet up with her, and instead, she dumped him. Oh. And then, to cheer him up, a friend of his who worked in an NGO, I think in Uganda, was like, hey, let me show you this thing. And he showed him on his phone the trailer you guys just saw. Okay, <laughs> And he was like, okay, I'm heartbroken. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I just got dumped. I saved up a bunch of money for my honeymoon for the wedding I thought I was going to have. He takes that money. He flies to Uganda. Get out of here. And finds the director and has like moved into the slums and they just like make these movies now. They, they're working on like, uh child kung fu movie. Child kung fu movie. It's like it's a kung fu movie, <laughs> but it's all kids. They're like five years old. I love that. And it's all super violent and like everybody dies in every scene. They're like very enjoyable to watch.
2: That is amazing. How so what's and and so they have this company together now? Or yeah,
1: what? they call it like Wakaliwood, which is like named after the slum that they're by, like Hollywood, uh-huh. Wakaliwood. Basically, like Nibbana makes the movies and like Alan, he's been like helping Nibbwana make the films, but also like promote them in the U.S. They like had a Kickstarter and it's like in certain corners of the internet they are like a known and cherished thing. Wow. And so now because Captain Alex is sort of viral it like meshed with this weird Fat Knuckles thing and so there's people on the internet who just like quoting the movie like the guys in the VR chat.
2: So th- when we heard the phrases in that video that you showed us
1: those are from the movie. Those are from the movie. And the What Hollywood guys they know about the meme because if you go to their Twitter, they're constantly retweeting the Knuckles guys tweeting at them. So just like, the whole thing is really weird. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, all of that, like, you got in action movies, virtual reality shenanigans, minor Sonic, the hedgehog characters. In the context of this tweet, all that represents war. That's the war box. Yeah.
2: Oh, and that also, also explains the caption of this tweet, which is sort of which is the, the line brought we will fight the wars for the queen and find a way. That must be
1: from the... that From who killed Captain Alex. At least I know the find a way part is. I actually don't know about the queen. They might've just made it up because it sounds like it's from one of those movies, but yeah. Okay. That is half of this. <laughs> <laughs> so what
2: do we do? We throw a break now? We're halfway through. <laughs> I feel like we throw a break. Coming up, th- break. Coming up after the break. Half of one please. Coming up after the break. The second two boxes
1: of this quadrant of mystery. This episode of Reply All is brought to you by American Express My Credit Guide. It provides a free credit score and report that you can view as often as you like. You can enroll in just a few minutes, and it's available even if you aren't an American Express card member. My Credit Guide is a tool to help you take control of your credit. Alex, I have a quiz for you about credit. Okay, if you get an answer right, your credit score goes up. And if you get an answer wrong, I take out a loan in your name. And don't tell you about it, and your credit score eventually goes down. Um, okay, so let's get started. Which of the following affects your credit score? Age. Okay. So that stress you out since you're pretty old? Not- Marital status. Bank balance. Or income. God, I don't know. Age. None of them, Alex. None of them. Which means that your credit score is going down. You can't do this. Oh, I can. <laughs> Okay, I actually can't do that. But you can start to take control of your credit with American Express, my credit guide today. Go to AmericanExpress.com slash free credit score to enroll today. That's AmericanExpress.com slash free credit score.
0: This episode of Reply All is brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Liberty Mutual believes progress happens when people feel secure, including their employees. That's why they work hard to create an environment where people are empowered to pursue new paths, today and tomorrow. The result is a collaborative culture where teams can focus on innovative solutions and are encouraged to keep improving on their successes. Plus, they offer comprehensive benefits and opportunities for career growth, mobility, and leadership development. If you're ready to make a positive difference in people's lives and your own, head to lmi.co/replyall. That's lmi.co/replyall. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Pursue your tomorrow today.
4: This episode is brought to you by On, a Swiss running brand specializing in high-performance running shoes. Coincidentally, our own Jim Grau wears On shoes. He runs finance and operations here at Gimlet, but he also runs like literally.
1: I wear them every time I run now, so when I was a little over halfway through my training for the New York City Marathon, I was looking for a pair of new running shoes. So uh, so I checked them out, I tried them on, I bought them, uh, liked them a lot. They are super light, they were lighter than the shoes that I had been running with. I did love running the marathon with these shoes, I think. I fared better than I would have otherwise.
4: Whether you're training for a marathon or looking for something you can wear every day, you can find your next pair of shoes at on-running.com gimlet. Right now, On is offering Gimlet listeners a chance to try out their shoes for 30 days. So you can actually run in them without any commitment. If you like them, keep them. Otherwise, you can send them back for a full refund. Try them for yourself. Again, go to on-running.com gimlet.
2: All right, so we're halfway through. We're halfway through. We have just. Dis- we're halfway we have, through we, one tweet. This is the most complicated. This is definitely the most complicated tweet that we have ever deciphered.
1: Yes, this is this is the most because this tweet is itself sort of like a table of contents. It's like a table of contents to an undecipherable book that <laughs> no one has read.
2: <laughs> okay, so we've got famine. We've got war.
1: Okay, I think death is actually the next place to go. Death. Okay, so death is like a a, a white teenager. Holding his hands over his mouth, looking pensive. With what's the hat?
2: Uh, it, he's got a green. He's got like the a animal. Pokemon hat on. It's yeah, not oh, a Pokemon. A Pokemon. It looks like a Pokemon hat. Yeah, it's it
1: the could be. it's the
0: aliens from Toy Story. Oh, cool. That's the hat. That's oh, he's wearing
2: an aliens from Toy Story hat. Okay,
0: get it together, bud.
1: <laughs> okay, so this is like this was actually. Oh, you're so lucky that you didn't know this story up until now. So are you familiar with the Paul brothers? Paul, oh, Logan Paul. Yes.
2: I am familiar with Logan Paul.
1: What do you know about Logan Paul?
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> enter me, a fifty-one-year-old <laughs> white dude, <laughs> married with children. Who, as you know, when I want to let down my hair, I watch a DVR Top Chef with my wife. Logan Paul was on Top Chef. Logan Paul was
1: on Top Chef. So what did Logan? Okay, so so for people that don't know, and I don't know how much you know, but like Jake and Logan Paul are two. Uh, American teenagers who got famous very young on Vine. I didn't know Logan Paul was on Top Chef. Logan
2: Paul was a guest on Top Chef because he's got a huge Instagram following. He got all his followers to show up to one of the Top Chef events.
1: Oh. So they had a food
2: truck event and Logan Paul like led his hordes of followers to the food truck event.
1: And what was your impression of him as, as like this person showing up in my world from It another? was
2: really an ill fit. Cause he's like, he's such a dude. He's got he's like got, swoopy like, blonde moosed, hair. Swoopy blonde hair that's like completely moosed, but in this crazy swoopy way. And like talks like, yeah, dude, all the time, but like in a really like sincere, completely unironic, clueless yes. way.
1: Yeah. He's like he's he's like a human golden retriever. But him and his brother Jake Paul, um, who's the same as him, they are actually also sort of geniuses. Like I mean, like they're not famous to you, but for anyone under twenty, they're like basically like Beatles level famous. Um, Beatles
2: level famous.
1: Beatles like the, like the the crowds of teenagers that follow them. It only looks like you know the like Beatles at Shea Stadium thing. Yeah. Okay. This is Logan Paul at just a mall in Dubai last year. Okay? okay. So they did. They wanted to do the biggest meet and greet ever. Love Dubai. So he runs up on stage and it's like, just like teeming.
2: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: And he's not
0: doing anything. He's not performing. He just stands up on stage and kind of waves.
2: It's so funny. He's like... He's so much more into it than the Beatles were, too. Yeah. No, he (laughs) loves it. Like, he loves it. God, that look. That look when he first walks up and he, like, turns and smirks at the camera. I just want to, like... What do you want to do? Punch his popular (laughs) face
1: (laughs) in. Yeah. So, grown-ups hate him and his brother... Teens love them. And the thing that they're, like, actually, like, uh, officially famous for is they do these YouTube videos where they do stunts. Right. It started out being, like, we're going to set a couch on fire. We're going to jump out of a moving car. Like, jackass stuff. Yeah. They make, like, millions of dollars a year on these videos. Like, just through YouTube ads and through, like, merchandise they sell. Like, uh-huh. it's this empire of spectacle. And, like, the world of cute guys on YouTube who do dumb things for attention, it's kind of like boy bands. There's a new flavor every week. Right. Imagine if one of those boy bands showed up and they were like, no. No. We want to stick around. We're going to figure out how to make this like a sustainable business. Every new boy band that comes on, they're going to be on our label. And like, we're going to sell our own merch and we're going to have like an investment fund. Like they've, they have longevity in a place that is not built for longevity. Got it. But the downside of it is because they've been going for so many years, they have to keep topping themselves. So like, let me show you Logan Paul's 2017. Here's what I did this year video.
2: Okay. <laughs> this is going to show me like all the things that they yes. did in the year. It's just like,
1: but- Yes. Okay.
2: At 22 years old, I bought my first house for $6.5 million and moved my two boys in with me. What's up? Hey. Bought a school bus and then turned
1: it into a cool bus.
3: I met a boy band named Why Don't We? I adopted them as my little brothers, then directed a music video of theirs that got 30 million views, then made a song with them that got 169 million views that you may have heard. Help me help you. Girl, what you trying to do?
0: Cuz I don't got go. No, I no Scooby I want to point out that he's dressed Girl, up do? as uh, a minion.
3: Yeah, and then and then that's him doing the hook.
2: I know Scooby doo
3: Girl, what you trying to do? Guys, I also made a song with designer and then I went to the tallest building in the world, the Burj Khalifa. Hey.
1: So that's Logan Paul. Okay. Well, so here the reason <laughs> the reason that Logan Paul the reason he's in this painting is because like <laughs>
2: It's not a painting. The it's reason he's in this apocalyptic tweet, quadrant.
1: Every tweet is a painting to me. <laughs> um is like normally what happens is he'll do something kind of shocking and adults will freak out, but kids will love him and like it's fine and he never really gets in trouble. That sort of ended a few weeks ago when he decided to fly to Japan and shoot, like, a fun, creepy video in what people, like, refer to as the suicide forest in Japan.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I heard about this. It's, like, this forest in Japan where, like, it's, like, sort of known that people go there and... That's a place where people go to commit suicide, essentially. Yeah, there's like,
1: there's like for some reason there's no cell phone service there, or there's very little cell phone service. And people have written about it. He chose to go there because it's a known thing.
2: Was he hoping to see? I
0: don't dead think he was bodies, hoping was to see like, a
1: body. I think it was more like this will be creepy. Yeah, gosh.
0: the atmosphere of a place where people have killed themselves will be great for my video.
1: I'm going to show you like a very short uh, clip from the video that he ended up shooting. So like they go in, they immediately. And this was a surprise to them. They immediately encounter an actual corpse, which they show. They blur the face, but like they zoom in on the body. And then this is them reacting sort of Got it. crazy. It's
2: not like we can see it. It's right there, but you can't see it. It's how our lives unfold.
1: There's no going back. I've seen Jesus. He's things wearing I can't a unsee. Toy Story alien hat the whole time. We found a dead body. Oh my God. Oh!
2: What the
3: fuck? gotta say, this is top five craziest things I've ever experienced in my life. Top five? Top one. This is the craziest thing I've ever experienced. I ain't gonna mm. be sober for this sh-. I'm gonna no, drink this like Japanese, Japanese sake. sake. This yeah. is literally the fucking craziest moment of my life. I'm sorry for swearing so much. I'm already getting flagged for demonetization,
1: bro. So, yeah. It's just a mess. Ugh. <laughs> it's really, really, really
2: inappropriate.
1: Yeah it's completely, it's like a person who's like does not have
0: he doesn't have the capacity in him to like grapple with this thing right and, nor the good sense to not edit it and then post it on his youtube channel
2: and so and also like all his viewers how many viewers does he have? Millions yeah, so millions of teenagers who sort of subscribed to his channel sort of like thinking they're gonna get another funny Logan Paul stunt all of a sudden saw like a dead body hanging in a forest,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it became this huge thing. And he had like a defensive apology and he had a less defensive apology. And he's actually kind of disappeared from public view for a few weeks. Right. Um.
2: So, but that's what, so that's the Logan Paul. So
1: death is Logan Paul. Logan Paul is the, like the, one more harbinger of the coming apocalypse is Logan Paul who is death. Got it.
2: All right. We have marched our way through three of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. There's I don't
1: know what pestilence is. Pestilence is like, I'm a complete and full no on.
2: Uh, it actually
0: kind of, plugs into to uh, to Logan
1: Paul a little bit. Okay, so what is pestilence? <laughs> pestilence? Do you, you don't know what the word means? I know what the word means. I think, actually.
2: I think, yeah, now that I've mentioned it, like, wait, do I know what the... Pestilence is just illness, right?
1: But they always say, like, disease and pestilence. Yeah. Uh, a
0: fatal epidemic disease, especially bubonic plague. Oh, uh, so it's like... It's, it's a like, plague. It's yeah. plague.
1: Okay. All right. All right. So... So the pestilence frame, just to remind you, is... Two, like, sort of old-timey Disney-looking possible bears. It is a an old cartoon from the 30s, and it's the, the three little bears.
0: But for some reason, the three little bears in this cartoon are, like, sort of fresh off the boat Italian stereotypes. Okay. And all it is is a five-second clip of them coming in and seeing that their food has been eaten. And this is what happens.
3: Somebody touch, my
0: spaghetti.
3: <laughs> Somebody touch my spaghetti.
0: That's it. <laughs> okay. But people thought that was very funny. It is very funny. And and started using it. Started using it as a way to like. There's start, something funny about spaghetti. Yes. They started taking this very short animation clip with this funny phrase in it and started remixing it in all of these different ways. Like. There are a million different somebody touching my spaghetti"s on the internet now. How many retweets did that original thing get? It has a hundred and twelve thousand retweets.
2: That's amazing. That's like
0: the and only like, good
1: thing about the internet. And,
2: and and the and I would posit that if it was somebody somebody touching my spaghetti. No, re- like so you're you, not going anywhere. Yeah, Two not funny. Literally, they cut off the eye, and it's and it's a hundred thousand retweets. So I-
0: I'm sure you're familiar with the fact that people really like making jokes about the Smash Mouth song All Star. Do you know about this? No.
1: People just like making jokes about it. Like they like. Wait, what? How does Somebody it Somebody
0: once told me the world was gonna rule me. Did you know? And you just wanted to make the him start, sing it. Sharpest tool in the shed. Wait, I think. I, wait. Hey, now you're an
2: all-star. all star.
1: Get your right. game on.
2: Get paid. <laughs> That song, right. Right.
1: So people do things like they'll have a tweet where they'll just say in lowercase some and then in capital body Uh because they just know that that is enough to like put that song in your head for three days. Uh (laughs) So anyway, so this is an example of what people have done with it.
0: That's the
3: entire thing. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: This is so weird. So uh, another another really good one is there's a. I'm just gonna let him let him t- soak it in for a little while. Because
2: <laughs> they both <won't> say somebody. <laughs>
0: this one has even less context. It, it's a song from uh, one of the Kirby video games. Kirby's just a video game character who's like a big purple ball. Uh huh. And someone just made this using the music from. I thought the he game.
1: was a big pink cloud.
0: Pink cloud. That's what he is. I. have big pink ball is what he is.
3: yeah
0: um here is a scene from full metal jacket
3: <laughs> what is your major malfunction um bomb touch my <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway that's it it doesn't go anywhere no neo-nazi picks it up <laughs> nobody turns into a weapon that they hurt somebody else with
0: no someone turns it into a weapon they hurt somebody else
1: with really okay
0: um <laughs> so you may be familiar with another youtuber uh goes by the name PewDiePie yeah do you know PewDiePie I do He's, I know a
2: lot about PewDiePie. He's the most popular YouTuber in the world. Right. He's got popular by playing video games that people would watch him play on YouTube.
1: Right. He also, just just as like a addendum to the Logan Paul thing, PewDiePie got in trouble recently for saying the N-word, and then he'll just sort of like apologize in a like, I'm sorry that you took me using the worst racial slur in a bad way kind of way, right? and then he'll show back up. And when Logan Paul got in trouble, PewDiePie was sure to chime in and say like, well, people are... People, why are people not more mad at him when they were so mad at me? Or like, I would never do what he did. Like he made sure to make this about him in a way that was, uh, like watching an adult person do that was very strange.
0: Weirdly, I feel like what's sort of going on is that I think PewDiePie is using Logan Paul and Jake Paul to try and rehabilitate his reputation by being Uh like, look how bad these people are. What that looks like is PewDiePie puts up a video criticizing Logan Paul for putting the video up in the first place, criticizing what he thinks is a terrible apology video. And then YouTube comes in and actually takes PewDiePie's video down. And he says that it's because they
1: think he was bullying Logan Paul. They said that it was bullying to criticize somebody for mockingly taking a video with a dead person.
0: Look, moderation is an imperfect art.
1: That's wild. YouTube's just
0: doing their best. Wow. Okay. So... In response, PewDiePie put up a video called YouTube touched my spaghetti.
1: <laughs> What's the video?
0: It's him talking about how YouTube took down his video and how mad he was about that and how what a incredible double standard it is and what kind of favoritism they play with the Pauls. And him just laughing hysterically about how funny somebody touched my spaghetti. At the same time? Kind of. Let me see it. Let me see it. All right, so here, here he is.
1: Take all these horrible things that happen: sexual harassment, murder. But it, when someone touched <laughs> a yes, <laughs> you couldn't think of
2: it anymore.
0: That's <laughs> when you know you have to stand up and use your voice.
3: Somebody touch my spaghetti.
0: Anyway, right? <laughs> so him doing this actually took this meme that was. I think kind of niche uh-huh. and made it massive because this video has 7 million views.
1: So part of the reason that somebody touched my spaghetti is a big deal is because a YouTuber who was angry because he got in trouble for criticizing another YouTuber who was ashamed because he'd filmed a corpse and gotten yelled at for it <laughs> because that clip from like a 1920s Disney movie happened to float into that person's brain on that day. That's why we know this. Yes.
0: And I would say the last beat of this story is: since no one can ever be happy about anything, the guy who originally posted the "Somebody Touch My Spaghetti" tweet responded to his own tweet afterward, saying, "To PewDiePie, who hijacked my meme that isn't even funny."
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: <laughs> you are a little bitch, and I have no respect for you. <laughs> and I wish I couldn't have could have forgotten about you years ago, like everyone else did. <gasps>
1: He got the tiniest little platform and he stood on it and he took a shot. (laughs) We
2: All right. Yes, yes,
1: yes. (laughs) All right,
0: Alex, I know that this is, this one is, is on a pretty epic scale, but can
2: you explain to us this tweet? (laughs) Yes, I believe I can. All right, here we go. This single tweet is sort of like an encyclopedia of a bunch of different memes that are going around the internet and has like put them all together into this four, four box quadrant.
1: Yeah, it's sort of like if if we disappear tomorrow, the civilization that finds us is going to find this tweet like etched onto some stone wall and they're going to by a bloody hand.
2: And every every panel in this tweet tells its own long, long story. <laughs> There's the story of the Tide Pods, which is famine, because people love to pretend to eat them, and people loving to pretend to do something on the internet leads to hijinks and consequences. There's the story of uh, the next panel, the echidna, which is war, which is it involves <laughs> it involves a Ugandan filmmaker and uh, the way his 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 work has been employed in online gaming platforms. Uh, then there's the story of Logan Paul, YouTube star extraordinaire, who took it too far when he filmed a dead body in a forest in Japan, and that's death. And then final quadrant pestilence is um i'm not exactly sure what that has to do with pestilence actually <laughs> uh but it's basically i think the i think the user doesn't know what pestilence is <laughs> i think i think that the yes so anyway but i think they think it means poverty anyway uh it's like these the three bears uh from this like 1930s clip that has gone viral because of um a disgraced youtuber Trying to sort of like um, get back at the other graced, disgraced YouTuber from the previous quadrant. Yeah, spaghetti,
1: spaghetti.
2: Somebody touch my spaghetti.
1: Okay, I think I think we're at Yes, yes, yes.
2: I feel like we're, I I feel like we'll always be brothers after this one.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anything you need, <laughs> you come to me. <laughs>
1: Reply All is hosted by me, PJ Vote, and Alex Goldman. Our show is produced by Shruti Pinmanini, Via Benin, Damiano Marchetti, and Caitlin Roberts. More production help this week from Krista Ripple. Our editor is Tim Howard. Fact checking by Michelle Harris. Our intern is Devin Gwynn. This is our last week with our outgoing intern, Anna Foley. Anna is a genius. We've been very lucky to get to work with her. Hire her, Anna Foley. Special thanks this week to Taylor Lorenz. We were mixed by Rick Kwan. Our theme song is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Matt Lieber is an unseasonably warm day. You can visit our website at repile.limo and you can find more episodes of the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.
0: Thanks to our sponsor, American Express My Credit Guide. American Express My Credit Guide provides a free credit score and report, plus more tools to help you take charge of your credit. Enroll today in just a few minutes at AmericanExpress.com slash free credit score. That's AmericanExpress.com slash free credit score. Thanks to our sponsor, Liberty Mutual Insurance. Liberty Mutual employees are dedicated to shaping the future of insurance with innovative products and solutions that promise protection from the unexpected delivered with care. Bring your pursuit to Liberty Mutual, and you can expect the same, with opportunities to grow and succeed, comprehensive benefits, and more. Visit lmi.co slash replyall today to learn more about working at Liberty Mutual. That's lmi.co slash replyall.
1: Liberty Mutual Insurance. Pursue your tomorrow today. Thanks to our sponsor, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to take that idea in your head and turn it into a nice-looking, easy-to-use website. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code REPLY to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com, offer code REPLY.
3: I want to throw the box down from up high and smash it, but the trees here are too thin and prickly. We could have something a little more deciduous, perhaps? Ah, yeah, there we go. Behold, a vibrant new land, where we can make a new internet, a good internet, for you, and for me, and this pinecone, and this bug, and this rock, I guess. Oh, Bug just posted some cute pictures of her nieces and nephews. Good ones, Bug. I like those. Oh, Pinecone's got a great deal for 90% off Ray-Bans. No, thank you, Pinecone. Not now. Rock just reblogged an interesting article about privilege. Thank you, Rock. I'll try to do better. Oh, no. Pinecone wants to sell you a brick of 300 counterfeit boner pills. No, thank you, Pinecone. Go away, please. Oh, now Bug is expressing support for a local sports team. I hope they win. Rock just posted a funny cat video. Oh, I love that. Oh, no. Bug just reposted Richard Spencer and said the races shouldn't mix. No, 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 Bug. No. No. Uh.
0: Hello. There's a website that lets you chat with thousands of women for free. Just click the link below to get started. Not
3: now, pinecone. Jesus Christ. Where are you going?
1: Are we sure this is a rock?
3: It has teeth. Ah, oh, f- hell no.